there. Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Happy podcast day. Happy podcast day to you as well. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So as a follow-up to last week's episode, Kicking Off Black History Month, we talked about supporting black businesses. A lot of you all also chimed in on our Instagram this week and tagged one of your favorite business owners. So instead of talking about what's given us life this week, we actually wanted to talk about what black businesses we supported within this last week. So I want to give a shout out to Grace Alea, and I want to get the spelling right. So it's Grace, E-L-E-Y-A-E, and she's a black woman business owner, and she has a satin collection of caps and pillowcases. So I purchased a satin line cap, or also known as slaps, <laughs> and I also <laughs> purchased a satin line turban. And I love them. Um, So my slap, I've been um, sleeping in at night to protect my tresses. I got my braids out, so I'm wearing my hair out now. And my turban has been like a go-to. It's a nice African print, and um, it's perfect, and it's satin-lined and adjustable. So Grace Aaliyah, if you're looking to support a black business owner and you need some nice headwear, satin she also has satin pillowcases and she has a kitty collection so i'm thinking about getting like my niece um who had they both have their my niece and my goddaughter both wear their hair natural and they're eight and nine um so i'm thinking of getting them some like kitty slaps (laughs) and um a satin pillowcase as well for myself so support if you can so that's who i supported this week what about you renee you know who I supported this week? I supported a different type of business um, that's going to help my business to grow. So I've been watching Miss Coriel Dubois from behind the scenes on Instagram. Yes. And she just started this amazing group called The Work Squad. And The Work Squad is where you can pay $10 a month or um, $45 a month to be a member of a private Facebook group and have... Uh, weekly calls, motivational calls, and business calls, as well as other things that she has planned for like webinars and things like that to help you grow your business and to keep you motivated. And I got to say that it's been pretty doggone cool being in the work squad. We It officially started um, the first week of, Fe- not the first week of February, but last Monday. It mm-hmm. officially started. And so if people still want to join, they can definitely still join. Just check her out on the work, um, work squad. I think look into that. Does she do like monthly calls or anything? We have a weekly call and then we also have a monthly like webinar. So she has people who are also supporting this with her who are like our mentors. Uh So they're going to give some like informational, webinars on different things and then we have a a weekly call business call every monday to get us going and then um 
we have that Facebook group to help each other out and say, okay, this is what I need or this is what I'm doing. Can you help me? I'm I'm stuck on this idea. Mm. So it's like, it's kind of what we're going to talk about today. I don't want to give it all away. Yeah. Kind of what we're going to talk about today on our podcast. So this actually worked out great that this is what business that I'm supporting. That's a black business. She is Coriel went from, if for anyone who doesn't know her, she went from making 32000 a year as a teacher to making over hundred k as an entrepreneur. And so what she does is she teaches other entrepreneurs how to grow their business in different ways and, and gives out different ways that she's done it. So she's like a coach. She's like a, a coach, a mentor. She's um, also inspirational. She's empowering. And she's a great woman to follow if you're not following her already. Yeah, I do follow her and I've been thinking about purchasing from her as well. I know she was showing what I love about her is the transparency. So she'll show you how much she's bringing in from her uh, products. I think this week she showed people that she had promoted. Um, They were sharing like their results on how their social media followings grew after she promoted their products. Um, so I want to look into that, but you're right. It's a perfect segue. Um, speaking of supporting each other and business owners to what we're talking about, Renee, um, on the podcast today. So what we got for them today? What we got for y'all today is dream stealers and energy drainers. Mm. You know how, when your friends don't support your business, and you are like, oh, my God, like, this is my friend, this is my family member, and they're not supporting me. So a few weeks ago, what started all this and gave me this idea, and I was like, Toya, we got to talk about this. And she was like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> um, I was watching this video that was going around about a famous rapper named Soldier Boy. I still and have not, I'm not seen really that. I'm really the biggest fan of Soldier Boy. <laughs> I still have not seen that. So I don't get the memes or anything. So, y'all, this is really going to be banter because I'm coming from a perspective of, I know everybody's been talking about it, though. So, yeah, but just, I have not seen it. Yeah, the memes are hilarious. Yeah. So, he was doing this interview. I think it was with The Breakfast Club, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I recall it being that. Soldier Boy... Why you ha- why do you have so many jobs? And he was like, why would you ask me something like that? Why wouldn't I have a lot of jobs? Like, that's a stupid question. Mm. Like, seriously. Mm. So then I thought about it, and I was like, dang, I kind of have to agree with Soldier Boy. Like, why wouldn't he have a lot of jobs? It's all about multiple streams of income, right? Right. Yeah, so it got me to think How about it. he got these? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I mean, let's banter because (laughs) how many and do they um, align, right? Because I do think multiple income streams are important. I do think there becomes a point to where you are oversaturated. And I wonder how productive you can be with multiple streams, unless some of them are passive incomes, right? So when I think about like a passive income, for instance, is... I'll just give myself as an example, Constant Contact. I'm a um, affiliate for them, meaning I have a Constant Contact account. And if I set up your business to use Constant Contact every month, I get a revenue uh, share from that. I don't do anything. As long as these accounts keep their Constant Contact open, I get it, right? Um, people that are multi-level marketing, 
So like, but I feel like if you're actively coaching and then you're like speaking or then you're like running a store and then you got a full-time job and then you're doing security on the side and then you're like, do you really have time to like focus? So that's, that's my only comment about multiple streams of income. Like I get him saying why not, but I also can understand the case of why somebody would ask that because they may be thinking of, or, you know, what, what all are the incomes? Are you focused? Are you oversaturated? So I can understand that because you can definitely oversaturate yourself. Yeah. However, like you said, it has to make sense. And so with me, I'm all about multiple streams of income and I've got different businesses, but they're all connected to one another. Right. They all make sense. So one of the things that I started out doing was I started my business with hashtag I'm beauty inspired and writing a book. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to do workshops with those books. But I realized that that does not really going to pay me right now. Mm-hmm. I have to find something that's going to support that. So what I did is I took that and made that a passion project because sometimes we can take what should be a multiple stream of income and turn that into a passion project so that you get another stream so you can support that. So I rebranded myself to make it all make sense. Mm -hmm. And I do the inner beauty and the outer beauty. The inner beauty is the hashtag I'm beauty inspired. The outer beauty is helping um, the beauty professionals with the beauty collective for professionals. And then there's the other part of it, which is beyond beauty solutions, which is the beauty supply store. And that all comes together. Yeah. To support my passion project. So do Soldier Boys come together? I, you know what? I don't know because I don't know all the things that he does. Yeah. What I do know is that he is a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> he let that be known on the interview, huh? Right. Okay. Exactly. So I do know that he is a millionaire. So he's obviously doing something right mm-hmm. that works for him. And, and part of what we have to realize is that sometimes people can be dream stealers and energy drainers where they don't believe in your business. I was just and about to that say definitely hurt you. Yeah. Cause to me, it's not about just supporting it. Some people will downright degrade it or mm-hmm. um, dissuade you from even doing a business or constantly tell you, you ain't gonna make no money from that. Um, I was in a leadership meeting this week and um, there's a podcast. I can't recall the guy's name right now, so I'm not even going to like try. Um, But he talked about this concept of small thinking, right? And I know there's that saying of don't tell your big dreams to small minded people. And so he was talking about how you should go after people who are already where you are and lean on them for advice. And he was saying how, oh, his name was Craig Groschel, and he is kind of over um, Life Church. So Life Church has like online ministries, but I think they have physical churches as well. And he was saying how when he met with a pastor once, he was saying, oh, you need to start looking at, you know, planning for seven services at this many campuses. And he was like, oh, well, we're just focused on, you know, two services right now. And the old man was like, that's the problem with you young people. You think too small. And so sometimes we do have to like think crazy big. But if he were to tell somebody that seven services, somebody be like, boy, that's crazy. Like you can't do that. I don't think sometimes people 
intend to be negative or they don't think that they're dream stealing. They are just thinking in their smaller mindset of that's not realistic. How can you do that? And now the man years later has nine services at like 13 campuses or something crazy. Right. And so he was like, what if I would have kept in my small thinking, you know, versus getting linked up with somebody who thought big enough that stretched me to think big as well. I like that. I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, what, (coughs) excuse me, when people kind of tell you what you can't do, that's when you go and you show them what you can do. Mm. And what people tend to think is some people will take that very personally. And one of the things that I learned is that you can't take what others say and do too personal. Um, I read this one article that I thought was interesting on medium.com. And it was like two reasons why your friends and family don't support you. So I scrolled through all of the other stuff because I just wanted to see what she said. Right. And one of the things she said was one was jealousy. Mm. She said, yep, I said it. People <laughs> are just jealous of you. And some of that may be true. It's However, true. I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't think everybody's jealous of what you started and what, what you're doing with your life. They ain't got time for that. I think sometimes people are jealous because they may see you achieving something that they didn't have the guts to do themselves. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I would call that jealousy. I think I would call it more of like, dang, I wish I could be more like her. Yeah. Like but sometimes that's right. But it can come off as like jealousy. Right. Or because they have that adoration, some people aren't confident enough to say, or you are doing so much more than I have the guts to do. I'm proud. They'll come off like hating because like, in a sense, they have to admit to themselves that they weren't fearless enough, you know, that they weren't willing to work hard enough to do those things too, but they wanted the same result and they're, you know, jealous. And some people that aren't willing to admit that sometimes it can come off as like shady and hating, right? Because they really are just jealous of where you are. Yeah. And then the other reason why she said is that they just don't want to see you succeed. Now, mm. some, yeah, I agree. Some people don't want to see you succeed because why? Mm. Misery loves company. Yeah. So people tend to tell you negative things or be an energy stealer. I mean, drainer or a dream chaser. Well, not chaser, but they steal your dreams and your joy because they don't want to see you be successful. Yeah. That may change the dynamic in the friendship or the family. And that's that same thing. You mentioned family. And I was uh, talking to someone last week who was sharing that she was going to go back to nursing school and how she wasn't sharing it with her family. And we were all kind of like, why? And she says that most people in her family are kind of they settle for mediocrity. And that by her, you know, going to nursing school and advancing herself, she was like, she knows that they won't want to see her win because it's like a crabs in a barrel thing. They want her to kind of be, you know, um, not fulfilling her dreams, not making a certain amount of money just like them, because then you stay on their level. And so we were all like encouraging her of like, don't hide it. And if you don't want to tell them, great. But when you finish nursing school and you're rocking it, they'll see for themselves and they'll have no choice but to accept it. But it kind of 
you know, you could tell she was very like insecure around it and almost like that she's put off nursing school this long because of that. And you're right. It's more than like draining your energy. It truly can steal your dream because you can get so caught up in knowing that this spouse or this family member or this best friend doesn't want this for you. And then you don't want to share with them that you don't even end up doing the things that you said you were going to do. Um, and so how they feel about you ends up really like impacting your success. If you're not, you know, find the strength enough to keep going and not even worry about what other people think, even if it is your family. Well, I just want to say to all my friends and family is I want y'all to support me like y'all support Beyonce when she drops a new album or like you support uh, Rihanna and Fenty Beauty. That's all I'm saying is go to my website and buy some stuff because that's how I'm going to pay my bills. Okay, so I'm going to disagree because (laughs) Beyonce, this is another thing I feel about the friends and family supporting you. I remember um, my leak talking about this a couple years ago. Don't set up your business so that your friends support you set up your business with a target market in mind and go after that. And sometimes your friends are not your target market. Beyonce and Rihanna produce a good product that appeals to a certain amount of people. So that's why we buy them. I like some of Fenty Beauty's things, so I buy them, but I'm not also buying like Mac or whatever. And just because a friend may come up with a makeup line, Yes, I may buy one thing to support them, but should I be forced to just because they're my friend and that's how they pay their bills? No, <laughs> no not at all. But there's other things that you can do. Okay. I mean, you could do things like you share, comment, review I the agree. service or the art. You could um, refer someone who might be interested. Yeah. You can ask them how you can support them in other ways. Mm-hmm. You um, can also hire hire them or send business their way. Yes. You can brag about it. Say it loud, say it proud. Girl, I stand for you. I like that. But yeah, I think that whole attitude of, well, support me, you support everybody else, you won't support your own. Well, I mean, I think that if you go into business or if you allow yourself to just stay focused on your friends haven't bought anything from you, but I got these strangers. It's just like, well, just focus on the strangers then. Um, but I would agree. Like if they aren't going to purchase because truly it's just maybe something that doesn't fit them, they can share it or they can, even if it's just giving you advice, right. You know, I feel like that's supportive. I think we sometimes maybe have to stop focusing on the monetary support and just look at support from different ways. Right. Because when I think about like people that I feel have supported me, sometimes it was back when I was doing social media consulting, showing up to my workshop. Like, you know, um, even if it was one of the free ones, right? Or sometimes it was, like you said, sharing about it. Or sometimes it was telling someone else, like, I don't need your social media consulting and I don't, (laughs) you know, because ultimately think about it. If you have a true business that is set up to generate you revenue, you need to have a marketing plan and everything in place that's going to continuously have money coming in. If your friend buys one thing because they want to support you, if my friends show up to my workshop, that's great, but I can't sustain that long term. And you want to feel like you can substantiate this business 
on people other than friends or family for it to be truly viable. No, I, I mean, I definitely agree to that. Yeah. But like I said, that there, like, there are other ways to support. So yes. if you can't support me financially and buying something, support me in the other ways that I talked about. Like, mm-hmm. let's make this where I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Or how can I support you? What can I do for you? It goes, you know, back both ways. I'm not just saying that um, I'm going to just wait for them to support me. I definitely create brands that are going to appeal to everybody. I know, mm-hmm. you know. I created for, I started off creating it for me. And then what I've done is rebranded to work for everybody else. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about you. Like, because like you said, there's a whole blog about this. Like people say this all the time. I've had family members that are like, so-and-so don't even, you know, and it's just like, don't focus on so-and-so, right? Like when you, when your beauty store is being featured in essence and everything, (laughs) you know, don't it even, will be. Okay, that's why I said we just gonna speak it there. When it's featured in the beauty section of like the best place to get uh all of your beauty needs, then it's gonna be like, oh wow, Renee really did that thing, huh? <laughs> yes, she did. Without mm-hmm. your support, you know. And what's more important? Essence supporting you or your cousin? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the things I learned, or a few things that I learned, is that Cause I've had a hard time with this in the beginning. Yeah. And I was one of the ones that's my friends and family don't support me. And so I had to talk with one of my very close friends. Mm-hmm. And so what she, what she said, she said some things to me, but then I realized that our friends and family are not obligated to support us. Like you said earlier. Yeah. Um, and what may be support to us may not be support to them. So they need to understand what, what that support is. As business owners, we need to do. We need to tell them flat out what does this mean. They're not mind readers, and that's what she told me. Renee, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what you want me to do. Right. And I was like, dang, that blew my mind. I was like, mind blown. So true. Yeah. And sometimes I know my sister. She was like, okay, what is a podcast? How does it work? How do you know? So when I was like, you don't even listen to my podcast. She like, baby, I don't know what it is. Like, I see you post it, but like. What do I do? How can I listen? And sometimes people truly just don't know what your business is and how they can interact with it, let alone, like you said, how you want them to support you. Yes. And don't take it personal, man. Yes. When you take it personal, that's when you just like, you get mad at people for no reason. And they're like, why Renee got an attitude with me? <laughs> no, because see, this is the kind of petty I used to be. You not only get mad, but then when it's like they birthday party or they event, you're like, Psh, I ain't going to that. They didn't come to my stuff, you know, so it. Yes, <laughs> been there, done that. It's like. Team Patty. T- right. Tip for tat. <laughs> but over the years, I mean, let's say I got tired of keeping score, tired of trying to figure out who to be petty with, who to not. And I'm like, you know what? It's just best to just let things roll off and keep in mind of the four agreements, one of my favorite books. One of the four agreements is to not take anything personal. And you do have to realize everything ain't about you. Right. Um, I want to take some time and talk about the energy draining part, though, because I think the approach to that is that sometimes you have to learn some things you just don't discuss with certain people. Because there are Mm -hmm. some things and if it relates to the topic of your business, of your dreams, of your entrepreneurial endeavors or even just your passion projects 
there are just some people who I just don't even discuss it with because the way that they've reacted when I've shared things with them before and then just their overall negative mindset. And so I think you just have to learn that not everything is for everybody and not everything that's going on in your life you have to share. As they say, real G's move in silence. And there are some people who I know that I don't even talk about my podcast with, that I haven't even talked about my travel bracelet with. And there are some who I know are like eating it up and will give advice. But because I know that some are just going to like find something negative about it. So the way to keep that peace in the relationship is to say, you know what? This topic is just not going to ever be on the table when I'm discussing with this person because I don't want them draining my energy. So I think you have to learn, you have to discern that yourself. And, you know, so I don't think it's as simple as don't tell your big dreams, small minded people. It's just like, just know who you can share things with and who you can't and be okay with that. And it doesn't have to mean that you can't stay in relationship with that other person. I definitely agree to that with that. And some people you have to take their negative reactions to what you're doing um, and your energy to them and love them from a distance Mm -hmm. and hit the control alt delete button. And what I mean by that is take control of your business by finding an alternative audience for who's going to buy from you, delete the negative people and vibes and vibes and move on because you can't hold on to that because that's not going to help you grow. And then network to get some new business friends who will support you and who you can support them. Like I said earlier, it goes both ways. And that's why I joined um, the work squad with Coriel so that I can have that. I want to be around people who I can bounce these ideas off of that are not necessarily in my inner circle. Because my inner circle is great. My inner circle gives me great feedback. But sometimes I want feedback from people who don't know me. Mm Mm-hmm. And who are also going through the same things that I'm going to, through or similar. Right. Yeah, because it's that diversity of thought, right? And that is one thing. I really am going to look into the work squad because as I think about my travel bracelet, I'm like, I want to get around people who have sold products before, particularly online, who have worked with custom t-shirts because it's a whole different business than running a service-based business, right? And I need, and Coriel is somebody who has done that and um, I can get a different perspective perhaps from somebody associated with that than I can my current inner circle um, and it's important to always like have those options I'm looking at like attending a conference this year because it's just like I need to you know network and get out more learn something new from my business and then also expose myself in my business to different people and one of the other things that we could do, too, is that there are meetup groups mm-hmm. that are like minded. So you can go and find on meetup.com different business groups to be a part of because they have events that you can go to to network or they have people that want to at least come that may not be a business owner that may want to buy from you or support you in a different way. So try some of those things out. You just never know what you can find. Exactly. You don't. Yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, I think like we said, it's just like you have to keep it all in perspective. Not everybody is going to support your business like at the end of the day. So it's like knowing that how do you approach it from the get go 
especially for people that are listening that are thinking about starting something. Because like you said, you struggled with it in the past, and I definitely did. I remember even when I was launching my book, I was definitely like waiting on certain people's orders to come in, waiting on, you know, certain people to RSVP for the party. And when they didn't, I was like, mm. Or even once I knew they had the book, even my sister, I was like, well, have you read it yet? Da-da-da-da-da, you know. Um, and... <laughs> You know, some of my friends like did and they were like, oh, girl, this chapter and they told this, this and this person about it. But there are people that I know who have my book, who supported it, that I am 100 percent sure have not read it and maybe never will. But they wanted to to one of your points about just financially support as a friend and they maybe either passed it on or they have it on their shelf and they get to say, this is my friend Toya's book. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I have friends like that too. Mm-hmm. I have a guy friend, and I know now one of my guy friends actually did read it because he was like, "Man, this is good even for me, and I'm not a woman." But one of my guy friends, he bought it a support. He hasn't read it, but I was at his house for a house party one time, and we were talking about something, and I mentioned writing a book, and his friends like, "You wrote a book?" And he was like, "Yeah." He ran and got it, and he was like, "See, she's an author, and this is it." You know, like. And I know he hasn't read it, but like he bought it to support. And then he was like, you know, bigging me up and talking about it. And he said, like, y'all should get it for the women in your life, you know. Um, So it's going to look different from different people. And I think you have to be open for what support looks like beyond them purchasing from you, using the product, et cetera, and all the other ways that they can support. Absolutely. And I just want to say that if you are are looking to go to Work Squad and join Work Squad, it's W-E-R-K. So I just wanted to put that out there. I just thought about that. Work, 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 work with an E. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get on the Work Squad um, for sure. Well, what else, Renee? Any final thoughts? We're wrapping up. My final thought is just ask the people who are entrepreneurs in your life what they need. And then the people that are entrepreneurs, tell the people what you need. Because if we don't define, and this goes back to what I say all the time, even about relationships, um, intimate relationships. If people don't know what you need, you'll never be able to grow in that relationship. It's the same thing. Yeah. Understand what those needs are. Like nobody's a mind reader. I, you can't read my mind. I can't be like, dang, well, Toya, you didn't do da, 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 da. You'd be like, well, uh, girl, you ain't tell me. I mean, I thought Avant said, I can read your mind, baby. (laughs) I know what you're (laughs) thinking. And Taraji is reading minds right about now. Shout out to Taraji's movie. (laughs) No, I'm being silly. (laughs) Yeah, people cannot read your mind for sure. And so uh, I would agree with that. I would agree too. I would think my final thoughts would be too is um, remember that you have a target market for your business. Focus on that. Define that demographic. And then Check yourself up against that. If you know your target demographic is single women in their 30s, don't be surprised when your married 45-year-old friend isn't like running to purchase whatever you have. (laughs) Because it's like, you know, she's not even in your demographic. So I think focus on who you want your business to serve, how you want to make your money, and understand that you need to focus on long-term customers. 
And also just to, yeah, not get in your feelings when friends and family don't support you and don't be petty because everybody has their own reasons and they all have their different ways to support. For some people, it may just be simply because they cheered you on to support the bitch. They think that's enough that they said that they're proud of you. Yeah, and that may be enough for them, and that may be all that they can give. Yeah. And the other thing is, is don't be, like, thinking it's going to be an overnight success. That was one of the things when I first started blogging. I was Mm. like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a blogger, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And, yes, I'm going to get money from it because people are going to pay me. And I thought (laughs) that it was just because I was consistent with what I was doing that it was going to take off. I got to tell you, I didn't get, like, brands starting to work with me. Until basically like a year in. Yeah. So it's not an overnight success. I mean, some people do have that, but that's not going to happen for everybody. So be realistic with your dreams so that when people try and steal them, you're not like, oh, my God, what happened? It totally. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we want you to chime into the conversation on social media. We are at Beauty's Banter. So tell us. How do you feel about the dream stillers and energy drainers? Have you experienced people not supporting your business? Do you care if your friends or family support your business? Chime in on the conversation using the hashtag beauties banter. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts app, and on Spotify. So we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.